I'm Rosie, and this is your invitation to join me in my weekly musings, where I go into a little bit more of soul-searching. The stories of our lives create a beautifully colored tapestry, interwoven by connecting threads. When we follow these threads that are tugging at our hearts, we're open to each other's creativity and higher artistic frequencies. So here at the Mystic Rose Studio, you might hear some quirky sounds in the mountain setting. But wherever you are, and in the midst of all your quirky sounds all around you, I invite you to join me and keep following those threads. Hello, beautiful ones. Today I want to share a little bit about um, boundaries and what that can look like and what it really means to the core. So I think that's something that a lot of people in this space talk about, about creating strong boundaries. But it looks differently to different people. For instance, if you are a parent and you have a small child, the boundaries have to be a lot thinner because they need you, they are dependent on you, and you oftentimes, um, you know, they, they, they speak the language of, of physicality and emotion. And they may not quite understand the words you're saying, but they'll understand how you say it, the tone. They really speak in frequency. And you need to be available for them, um, physically, emotionally, uh, mentally, spiritually, all the things. And I'd say that also for anyone that is your dependent that you might be caring for. Now if they're like an, an elderly parent then while you are caring for them or you're with them then there may be a different way that we set those boundaries. For instance if there was already um, you know a tumultuous relationship younger but we have stepped up and have said you know these are the last few years for them and they are an elder my ancestor and my children's ancestor and I am going to listen to their stories without judgment and see that now they also are just a person deep down we're all just this these little boys and girls who have more time on this earth and we still have a lot of those emotions and feelings and a lot of things that happen to them are scars and they maybe haven't done the work that you've done and they don't know how to process it or communicate it. So the boundary might be I'm not going to allow some of the comments or things that are said to take hold and to land like they have been before and just set me off. And that might mean that you only visit them a couple times a year or that it's when 
other family members are there, so it's not just you. Or maybe it is just you, and it's not other family members. So it's kind of that dance. But I think boundaries really mean that you're honoring yourself and that you allow that honoring to be shared with another. And that when you say no to something, no, I'm not going to allow this kind of uh, bullying to happen, or I'm not going to allow my time to be stretched or not getting paid for my services. Someone keep needing something that they can do on their own. Saying no looks different in different ways and to different people in your life. So it's not just I say no to everyone because I'm honoring myself. You may have to say yes a lot more to your child. But by that saying yes to them, you are also honoring your role as their mother or father. So there's a reciprocation there. So it's, it's a, it is in its right time and place that you set these boundaries. And they aren't hard lines. Sometimes you may say no to something because you are saying, I'm going to take the time to really see if that's something that I want to do and it feels good. And then you might come back and say, actually, it does. Yes. The answer is yes. And this is your life. So somebody on the outside can have their their um, idea of who you are, but that's not who you are. You might show them a facet of yourself, but the more you get to know yourself, then that just shines through as honest as possible with everyone. And we live in a world that we get into so many ridiculous arguments with people that we don't even know. I mean, on, on social media, or if you see somebody with a mask, no mask, uh, a certain t-shirt, or certain, you know, this or that, it's fucking ridiculous that we don't even know this person, and we just assume by one thing that we wrap them all up and we know them. Know them better than they know themselves. And you know, how dare any of us assume that we know someone's story or what's going on in their life? Somebody can take a look at me and have a huge assumption about me. And oftentimes I think when conversations really open up and it's a, an exchange with respect, sometimes they're surprised of some of the things that I believe or think or, or see or am willing to not have a set point on something and I might feel one way because of the information I have, but I'm always open for more insight. I'm curious and I never just have this fixed set idea of I'm on this side, you're on that side. Who's fucking side? <laughs> We're all human race. 
We're on the same tide. And I think when we let go of the thought of I'm creating this firm boundary, this wall, that now I've actually boxed myself in. And then sometimes we get stuck in this and we might actually rub up against what we believe to be true with some new information, but we do not allow ourselves to look at it or receive it or even be curious about it because then that would change everything that we've been fighting for. And then we're limiting ourselves. We're really boxing ourselves in. Can we continue to grow, to expand, to be curious, to be the fool and step out into the unknown? Even if it's just, you know, uh, this is the information I'm getting. Let me do a little bit of research. Because sometimes we trust a source blindly. And if you drop in and think, okay, that that may be fact, but is it just facts for that person? Is it an interpretation? Or is that really what's going on in my day-to-day life? Is that true to my world, to me? And we need to go back to living by the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And that's a complete sentence. That's it. Not if they are on the same you know, religion as us, if they have the same political views as us, if they have the same color of hair, <laughs> gender, identity, any of it. How do you want to be treated? And stop assuming that you know everything about another person and that you can just tear them apart. Start with real conversations. One with the person in the mirror. Is this who you want to be? Is this who you want to be known for? And then start expanding in your circle because I know that it's easier to put up a new identity and be kind to people that you don't know because you don't have the past memories with them, the triggers, the trauma, the relationships. And it's easy sometimes to just start fresh. But you have to remember that just because you're put into a different environment doesn't mean you didn't take you with you. So if you haven't worked on yourself, then you can you will pluck yourself in another co- group, in another space, in another city, another state, another country, and you'll bring all that with you because the common denominator is you. And you can absolutely change everything and not physically change anything.
to the boundaries can be fluid and they can look different to different people at different times and different places. But it's really setting that firm foundation within. Who am I? And that you always have a choice. And by not doing something is the choice. So looking at another and seeing you're just another me, another variation of me, another human being, another spark of God. And you deserve as much respect as I do. And it's irrelevant of what they do. That's their work, their journey. And by you doing your work doesn't mean you're better than somebody else. Ever. We're not here as, you know, uh, we, we're climbing this spiritual ladder and that we're better than because we've unplugged from all these things. It's not about being better. If you unplug and you really feel like you have a lot more knowledge and access, then share that. And you don't have to share it by teaching or starting a podcast or or you know, a course or anything, those things are amazing. And if that's what you're called to do, then you do that. But it's also just sharing the love that comes from that, knowing that you are whole, holy, as you are now. And that wherever you are is where God is. Where you lay your head to rest is a sacred space because you are there and you're beautiful and you deserve the love and respect that God sees in you. That those who are willing to see as God sees and love through those loving eyes aren't perfect and aren't going to be upset at things or get really mad at injustices. But what are you going to do about that? If you're not changing the way you are, you only recognize things because there's something there that you see in yourself. Where do I do that in my life, in my relationships? Let me start there. So that I no longer add to it. I remember a quote by St. Aphra. I think she was being burned to the stake or she was going to be killed. Hung, maybe. I don't remember her story. I'm sorry, St. Aphra. <laughs> but when they were trying to, you know, get her to denounce her faith she said she'd rather die you know she said I will no longer commit any more crimes against God do you have that much burning faith and love that you are a spark of God and that so is everyone else that you no longer 
will look for the bad in others and in yourself. It's easy for us to find the flaws in ourselves. We're designed to look for flaws to keep us safe and strong. That's how we're still here as humans. Our brain hasn't evolved that much. We are made to look for flaws so that we can improve them because they might get us killed. As the saber-toothed tiger could be around the corner. And it's hard for us to recognize our gifts because they come easy to us. And yes, being kind is a gift. Being kind in situations that it's hard for people to be kind in is a gift. And often overlooked and not recognized. And I think it is one of the strongest character (sighs) attributes that you walk this earth and just by being a kind, loving person helps. That's enough. So be kind to yourself. Have some grace with yourself. Everything that you're doing is exactly what's, that's, you are doing it. It's not when you get to the certain point, then you do that. Then you've made it. You're doing it now. That's what it looks like. This is what it looks like up-leveling. Well, how can you be kinder this week to yourself? Set that boundary to not allow shards of yourself to just be all over the place. Have your own soul retrieval to go inward and to see yourself as whole and holy right now and feel what that feels like right now and live and step into that right now because it matters it makes a difference you make a difference and thank you for listening thank you for being you I will be back with some more musings I think I'm going to do them on Mondays Monday musings and then any interviews or guests will be released on another day and those usually are at least an hour a couple hours long because wherever the conversation goes it goes and I have some amazing ones lined up you're gonna you're gonna really enjoy them but I'm always honored that you listen and receive me and this transmission and I'd love to hear from you too so I've actually created a little link a survey and it's here in the show notes and you can record yourself or you can just type in your response of let me know what's some of the favorite things that you enjoy listening and if there's a topic that you have a question about or you'd like me to to muse about have an amazing week and be kind to yourself it starts with you